Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Hi everyone, Catherine Avery, ProductivityByDesign.com and your host of the Uncluttered Office podcast. So it's been a special kind of crazy around our house. We have decided to take out the walls around our driveway and there's a lot of excavating and digging and drilling and unbeknownst to me, after deciding to record this podcast at pretty much dawn 30, the electricians have already arrived and they're already hammering, <laughs> which is hilarious because I am so determined to get this podcast recorded before all the noise of the workmen. Uh, it was actually supposed to be recorded yesterday. So life sometimes happens. So if you hear a little hammering, that is what is going on. So I want to start with this morning's note from the universe that I get in my email from Mike Dooley. They're really quite amazing. And he says, you can always change how you feel, Catherine, and you can always feel whatever you like. Don't you remember you bought the upgraded Superior Deluxe Double Plus Good Time Space Package with a side order of moose, if I recall. Smooth, the universe. You can always change how you feel and you can always feel whatever you like. We're in some really topsy-turvy times, at least in the United States. Our pandemic numbers are blowing records. People are anxious because we're only days from the Thanksgiving holiday. I'm recording this a little before it drops. It is going to drop on Thanksgiving Day. I'm actually calling this my Thanksgiving smorgasbord because I have a whole bunch of things I want to cover in this podcast today. But I want to start with this. How we feel is determined by us. And this doesn't mean that we don't have bad things happen to us. It doesn't mean I'm not honoring that people are losing people and are sad or angry or anything else they're feeling. It's that most of us have it pretty stinking good. And yet we're still kind of complaining, which isn't really great. I also saw a cartoon that said, you're not stuck at home. You're safe at home. And I think when we make this mindset shift, it gets a lot easier. I'm going to talk more about this, but I want to hold that thought because I want to talk back about the construction going on here and why this whole mindset shift is important. So yesterday I'm here, I'm supposed to be recording, I'm supposed to be coaching clients, and I'm unable to do any of those things because they had a giant jackhammer drill just outside my office window. I absolutely love where my home office is. It faces out towards the church. I have a view of an absolute gorgeous tree that I get to see in all the seasons. My neighbor has this gorgeous grassy lawn and the sun shines in here most of the day. And it's just an amazing place to sit. 
except it's also directly over our driveway where they're doing the construction. So it has been nutty here the last couple of days. And you'd say, in normal times, well, just go to a Starbucks and do your work there. And that would be super easy if we weren't in a pandemic. So here's the deal. I'm not complaining. And the reason I'm not complaining is because we need to get this job done. And this is just part of the deal. So it's my mindset that I just had to change my plans around. Yeah, it was aggravating. Don't get me wrong. But I had an organizer who was supposed to be coming on Saturday. She was kind enough to shift it to come earlier in the week. And instead of freaking out and flipping out and being so aggravated, I just change things around. So I'm going to work Saturday morning instead. And um, my clients are going to be a little baffled because I never do client calls on Saturday morning. And I organized my closet. I decluttered. I got rid of three bags of stuff. It ended up being a good day. And at the end of the day, I looked down. I was still in my workout clothes. I had never showered. It was five o'clock. Workmen were still here. And I realized I had never worked out. And it would have been very easy to say, forget it, to hell with it, and just jumped in the shower and called it a day. But I've made a commitment to myself. And the commitment is to do a 48-mile marathon over the course of November. And yes, I know, I have no idea why they chose 48 miles when a marathon is 26.2 or 26.6. I can't remember exactly what a marathon is, but it's not 48. And it's a 1.6-mile run, walk, hike whatever commitment per day. And I will confess that I do not walk or or hike in really bad weather. And I define bad weather as pouring down rain, sleet, or ice. But the rest of the time I do, I've really made this commitment to myself. And the reason I've done this is because exercise is super important for someone like me. It's very grounding. It's an ability to help stave off a few extra pounds now that I'm on the other side of menopause. And as a cancer survivor, it's strongly recommended that we exercise. It's just incredibly good for you. And most importantly, when I exercise, I'm grounding myself. I'm feeling the earth. I call it getting out of my mind and getting into my body. And so here I am, it's freezing cold. And I know this because I ran outside to talk to the workmen. So I put on an extra layer and I bundled up and I got out my reflective vest because it was getting dark. And I never, ever, ever exercised that late in the day. And I did modify my walk to around about 1.2 miles. So it was a much shorter walk than I normally do, mostly because my face was cold. (laughs) But the thing that was interesting as I got out there is that I just felt so in harmony with everything about the earth. This is always how I feel when I exercise. It's hilarious. And I looked at the sliver of the moon and the sun setting that I normally wouldn't get to enjoy because I'm cooking dinner for the family. And I enjoyed that bracing of the cold. And the fact is, is that how we feel is up to us. And in that moment, I felt these waves of deep gratitude. And that's because The day before, I had been to see the oncologist for my five-year appointment. And because we're in a pandemic, we didn't celebrate this five years the way we normally would have. We were planning a big party. Well, maybe not we. I was planning a big party. My husband was just going to have to come along. And I never had taken a moment to really celebrate what that meant 
to be five years out from cancer is a really big deal. It's like that magic number you cross where you can take that deep breath and know that you really are on the mend. That's an incredible feeling. And so in that walk, as I do with all my walks, I was deep into gratitude. And it's important because it's Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving is about our chance to give thanks. And this year, that's a little harder. And I'm seeing a lot of posts on social media where people are really, really sad because they can't be with their families this Thanksgiving. And we made that decision at the end of October that we were going to be just the three of us for Thanksgiving. And it was a very hard decision. It was fraught with a lot of concern because we don't live far from Bob's side of the family. They're all super close. But we just feel like it's a little dangerous to be in a room closed in with our family at this time. I kind of say, I didn't survive cancer to die of COVID. Sorry, that's just the reality for me. And we have some seniors in our family. And I have no idea how we're going to get to see everybody. I have no idea if they're upset with us because, frankly, I'm avoiding everybody, (laughs) which is really lame of me, but it's true. We don't know how we'll handle all of this. And what I want to say, which is most important, is no judgment. There's a balance between physical health and mental health. And if you have family members where the most important thing is their mental health, and if you want to have a small gathering to ensure the mental health of those two or three people, then I say social distance, be careful. It is what it is. Of course, this is already Thanksgiving Day. So take this advice and use it for Christmas because I think we're going to still be in this epic shit show. Sorry, folks, for my language at Christmas time, which is why it was more important than ever this year that I ran my class, The Uncluttered Holidays, because I wanted people to understand that you can have a wonderful holiday, even if it's only a couple of you, and it's not what it was in past years. You know that cartoon, you're not stuck at home, you're safe at home. It's just about shifting your mindset. And look, I don't want to in any way negate the feelings of people who have someone who's sick of COVID or anything else in the hospital right now. A friend of mine is grappling with the fact that she just lost her mom, not to COVID, to old age, but nonetheless, it is a really hard time. But it's how we bring our feelings to it. And I think if you can step into a mindset of deep gratitude for being alive on this planet, for being able to buy a Thanksgiving turkey. And by the way, if you can buy a Thanksgiving turkey and can manage to buy a second Thanksgiving turkey, there are families out there that would be so deeply grateful for that. And I keep forgetting that this is dropping on Thanksgiving. So buy something for Christmas for people who don't have what you have. Or if you can't give money, that's okay. You can give your time. I think if we can be in situations where we see that if we have a roof over our heads, life isn't that horrible. You know, this whole you're safe at home, none of us are worried about a bomb dropping on our house. I mean, at least I'm not. Unless somebody has something to tell me that I don't know about. So that is a habit. Like my walk is a habit. Steeping yourself in gratitude is a habit. And 
James Clear in his book, Atomic Havocs, talks about the very, very small shifts. So in my walks, I'm a little behind on the amount of miles. And I decided, well, first I threw my hands up in the air and said, oh, you know, I'm very all or nothing. I can't do it. So I'm just going to blow it off until it dawned on me that if instead of walking 1.6 miles per day, I walked two miles per day. So just almost another half of a mile, I would be able to get my miles back. And that's in fact what I'm doing. So it doesn't have to be the end of the world. The habits you make, these shifts you make can be very tiny. That's why I think they call it atomic because atoms are so incredibly tiny. You can do something super small, like just wake up in the morning and write down the three things you're most grateful for and see how your life changes. Because I think it really will. It's amazing how gratitude can change your life. I promised I'd talk about Thanksgiving dinner. And, you know, I did about the assessing of the risks and your planning and what we're doing. Uh, What we're doing is we're having a traditional Thanksgiving, just the three of us. And I'm putting up the Christmas tree early because Christmas joy and I want to enjoy it. And that's really weird for me. I never put up the Christmas tree until the day after Thanksgiving. But I've just decided that this is an unusual year. And and one of the things I noticed on my walk last night was someone already had the tree up and it brought me so much joy. I was so deeply grateful for it. And I thought someone's going to be walking by and they're going to see my tree and those lights and they're going to get a kick out of it. Now, listen, some naysayer is going to go by and say, I can't believe she put her tree up already. You know what? I don't need that kind of energy in my life. Those negative people can just stay away. I'm putting my tree up because other people will enjoy it. The last thing of my Thanksgiving smorgasbord podcast is this. There's a photographer, Matt Mendelson, and he took a photograph of the Lincoln Memorial with a few people gathered around a radio as they were listening to Obama's speech. I think the night he was elected and it was the Lincoln Memorial didn't have a big crowd. This photographer realized he would never get into Grant Park, nowhere to park because there are going to be so many people there. And he thought he would capture a moment somewhere else. And he tells this story and you can find it on Facebook. I'll try to put a link to it on the podcast show notes. I don't know how one links to Facebook, but I'll try. And what's so interesting about this photograph is how many people's lives have been touched by this photo. And he's been through all kinds of ups and downs since he took this photo. And it's made its way through various hands. And a year ago, he had to have a very serious surgery for, I believe, prostate cancer. And here it is, the one-year anniversary of that surgery. And as a cancer survivor, I get the cancer thing, believe me. So I, I know how intense that is. and. He finds out that in President Barack Obama's new memoir, A Promised Land, that Obama has said it's his favorite photo. And I want to end with this. That is so special and so meaningful. And this guy was so full of gratitude, Matt Mendelson, for that moment. Whatever you're doing, whether it's putting a Christmas tree with lights in your window so your neighborhood can enjoy it, or whether it's like me, helping ADHD women to have better businesses so they can have better lives and enjoy themselves, whether it's recording a podcast 
helping people understand the importance of gratitude, whether it's sweeping the street to keep them clean, whether it's picking up your trash and throwing it in a trash receptacle at the fast food restaurant, whatever you're doing, whatever gifts you're sharing with the world, no matter how small or how big, how important or how unimportant, they have value. No one can take that away from you. And you may not even find out how you touch someone's life until years later in their memoir. Or maybe it's in a little handwritten note to you. And this is what life is really about. It's about sharing our gifts, caring about other people, being kind, having respect for one another. And if there's any gift we can take out of this pandemic, out of this incredibly fearful, scary, upside down, topsy-turvy, are you kidding me, shit show of a time, it's this. Love is far more important than fear. And if we can stay grounded in love, we can change the world. Maybe just a tiny little corner of our world. But that tiny little corner of the world that you're changing, that matters. So it could be even something as simple as raising your kids right. And who knows who your kids are going to be? They could go on to be the next president. We need to really remember how incredibly lucky and blessed we are and to share our gifts. Because truly, one day, that's going to come back to you in some incredible way that you never foresaw. I want to wish you the most wonderful, joyous, and blessed of Thanksgivings. Deep-seated in the gratitude. Sorry. Cancer survivor. I want you to have the most joyous and blessed of holidays. Even if it doesn't look the way you want it, even if it's not perfect, because every day we walk this earth is a gift and it's not guaranteed. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving from my heart. I thank all of you for listening and for being in my life. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.